In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning. The prosecution in Michigan's false electors case is moving forward. WSJM's Andrew Green reports. All 16 defendants in the Michigan false elector case have now been arraigned. The 16 were charged last month with a variety of crimes for signing documents stating they were legitimate electors representing Michigan in the 2020 presidential election. The Michigan Attorney General's office says it was part of a scheme to undo the results and keep Donald Trump in office. Among those charged is 81-year-old Rose Rook of Pawpaw. She's the former chair of the Van Buren County Republican Party. She was arraigned on August 8th and is scheduled to next appear for a probable cause conference on August 18th. Each defendant is charged with eight counts that include forgery, uttering and publishing an election law forgery. The most serious charges carry a penalty of up to 14 years in prison. All 16 of the defendants have pleaded not guilty. Andrew Green, WSJM News. The Berrien County Board of Commissioners is reviewing its options for a possible replacement of the County Juvenile Center. The Board's Administration Committee heard a report from Whiteman last week on the need and the cost. Berrien County Administrator Brian Asset telling us something does need to be done with the facility. The current juvenile center is about 50 years old. It was built in uh, 1974. It's about 30,000 square feet. And while the facility, if you were to walk into it today, it's clean, it's well-kept, it's been well-maintained, it is absolutely showing its age. The new juvenile center would have to be larger than the current one. The set says it wouldn't come cheap the low end, we'd be looking at an investment for just like the smallest amount of square footage could range about $57 million. And if we were to build everything that is being recommended by the other consulting firms, that number could be as high as $92 million. Doucette says the county commission is considering this while also looking at needs for the Berrien County Jail, which is in a similar situation. One possibility laid out in the Whiteman report is moving the juvenile center, the jail, and other county facilities to property along Napier Avenue near the health department and animal control. The site says commissioners will be reviewing and discussing all of this in the coming months. He does not expect a decision anytime soon. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services has released the 2023 update to its Eat Safe Fish Guide, which provides guidelines for eating locally caught fish. Department toxicologist Brandon Reed tells us due to chemicals in state waters, it's important to know which fish are safe to eat and how much one should eat. The guide covers different contaminants and what waterways they can be found. They include mercury, which is probably the most common one people know about. There's also chemicals called PCBs and dioxins, highly persistent contaminants, and then PFAS, and in particular, a chemical called PFOS, or perfluorooctane sulfonate. Some fish are safer to eat than others. Fish like carp and catfish that feed near the bottom of lakes and rivers tend to have higher levels of chemicals because the bottom of those lakes and rivers, the sediment, is where a lot of chemicals store up. Larger fish are also a larger problem. Of course, Reed notes PFAS is now showing up in smaller fish. It normally wouldn't be much of a concern. A new recommendation this year concerns smelt caught in Lake Michigan, which is showing PFAS. The state only recommends one serving per month. You can find all the information in the guide, which also covers the serving sizes recommended for different body weights. We have a link on our website. A plane that crashed during an air show near Detroit was a Soviet-era fighter jet. The privately owned MiG-23 was taking part in the Thunder Over Michigan Air Show, one of the largest in the nation. It wasn't until two minutes later when the police and all the boats off the lake all made their way over to the people who had parachuted out that we realized this is not a show. I was witness Lida Berry, who says the two ejected and came down close to the building she was in. Video posted on social media shows those two apparently ejecting from the plane before it crashed in an apartment complex in the town of Ypsilanti, about 40 miles east of Detroit. Two pilots were transferred to a nearby medical facility. They're in stable condition. The plane crashed into the parking lot. Nobody was injured. 
A new $14 million headquarters building for the child welfare nonprofit D.A. Blodgett St. John's is now open in Grand Rapids. Ribbon-cutting ceremony was held last week. President and CEO Mary Mullet says the 14,000-square-foot building integrates all children and family services into one location. It will provide a health center for our kids, a multi-purpose youth school uh, space for our youth, and a gymnasium, and so much more. We're super excited. Mullet says they provide a full continuum of care for children and families, including a residential treatment program for youth. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.